0: until those points. And the minute that I see that this isn't growing and this isn't learning, and the minute, and this is the bit that I would say, the minute you let yourself down, not me, because you told me you value all of these things. My job therefore is to help you continue with those standards, adhere to those values, and be the best version of yourself. This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, And wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello podcast listeners, good morning from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It is beautiful here, Uh, what a great place. If you've never been, I highly recommend that you head up to uh, this part of the world. We've had a great time in the clinic of Carrie Jose yesterday, which was uh, fab. One of the questions I was asked in the room by the many business owners that came out was, Paul, I've changed my mindset, I've started to learn, I've started to grow, I've started to become more entrepreneurial and I want different things for my business. How do I get my staff to do the same? As in, how do I get my staff to change their mindset? How do I get them to back me? How do I get them on board with my vision? And the answer I think you're going to love, we go quite deep, uh, we go quite heavy, I give you some real life examples, Uh, I talk to you about the importance of having uh, values and standards and accountability and why ultimately uh, you're not going to get every employee on board with what you're wanting to do and that's not the most important question that you want to ask and that's not the most important thing to consider. Something else is, and it's all revealed on the podcast. Enjoy, and if you haven't got the book yet, To Sell Is Healthy, I think we, uh, this morning, we passed 1,700 copies, which uh, is just incredible. It seems every day that I wake up, more copies are being shipped all across the world. So thank you for that. Uh, PaulGoffBooks.com is where you can get your copy of To Sell Is Healthy. And remember, we've got Sales Bootcamp coming up December the 7th and 8th in Orlando. would love to see you there. If you want to know more about how to sell, how to convert, how to speak to patients, and you are enjoying any of the content that we're putting out uh, on this feature of the podcast, you will absolutely love Sales Bootcamp. It's happening in Orlando, December the 7th and 8th. I would love to see you there. All right, that's it from me. I'm off uh, to the airport again. I'm off to Newark uh, today. I'm off to Woodcliffe uh, Lake in New Jersey. Uh, gonna be there today and then off to Long Island on uh, Friday. So come and say hello, follow the tour, paulgoff.com forward slash tours. Would love to see you in person. Uh, enjoy the show, and I'll speak to you real soon. I would love to hear what you think about
1: um, creating a mindset shift as a leader of business within your organization.
0: Changing yours or theirs.
1: So, um, once you've changed yours, uh-huh. uh Other than just by that way, getting planting seeds or bulldozing
0: or, you know, a, a, like, electric shock, I, like, yeah, um, the, <laughs> the, just, just, fire the lot.
1: <laughs> just, fire. just fire the lot. Oh, well,
0: I, that's a strategy. No, no. <laughs> I, I'm not advocating that. Uh, we'll, we'll, have a good chat. Uh. Well, you know,
1: um, I, I think that, One of the aspects where I assume, and I find that that um, doesn't work out so hot, um, is that when I'm pumped up about something, and I'm moving my mindset, and and then I'm like, right? Everybody with me? I'm like, no. And so it's, you know, they're the patients, I'm the person on the phone, and that's where I'm at right now. I'm... I'm
0: This is going to be a long (laughs) one. This is going to be a long session, right? This is going to be a long 45-minute conversation. I'm going to have a drink. It's going to be that long. It's brilliant. I love it. And it's highly relevant for everybody in the room. Because it's, it's lessons for us all. You know, there's employees in the room. There's, there's business owners in the room. And we both have to understand each other for this to work, right? So the question really is, how do I deal with the fact that I've changed my mindset, but I just can't seem to get my staff on board with it? Am I far off, or is that yeah, about right? Yeah, I have
1: systems. I have, I have, like I've said, seeds, and, and and some are like, we're we're with ya, but some are not. And some are processing. So, you know, there, there's different. How
0: many staff? Give me context.
1: I have five therapists and three admins. How long with you? Uh, one admin since the very beginning. Uh huh. The longest, the hardest. The ones that are with me the longest are yeah. probably the most challenging. Um, the newer that have already heard my different concepts, that yeah. my words are different already, they're, it's not, it's not a, as much of a shift.
0: All right, so do you want help to deal with the frustration or an answer to what do you do? I mean, what do I do? Both.
1: Like, you know, what have you done, and guidance of all, all
0: of that,
1: yeah. Yeah, all right. I, I want to create the. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not going to happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've heard that
1: answer before too, and I'm okay with that. I'm now okay with it. I'm, I'm, here,
0: I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to talk, and I, and I hope you'll be able to pull bits out of it for, from you from this. The problem is always the expectations from the leader, from the business owner, back to everything we're speaking about today. All, all things will all flow back, no matter what problem, it's the same It's the same cause, right? The same like, thing that we're feeling, there's usually only one or two causes of problems. So as the leader of a business, as the owner of a business, much of the frustration that I see from business owners is that they have an expectation that because I've finally woken up or if I I've finally kind of saw the light or I have finally got a rocket up my ass, I want to go off and, and kind of do this thing. And I think now everybody should come with me because I've seen the Holy Land. Like I have found the, the, this place and I'm having the time of my life and I'm thrilled and I'm energized and I'm just ecstatic at the vision and I can see it. And I'm looking at these people behind me thinking like, what the fuck, like come with, come with me. It's like, it's amazing over here and it's great. And we're all going to do this. And we're all going to change all these lives. And we're all going to grow this big business. And every night you just just going like, what the, what the fuck, right? and the reality is that not everybody air can see it and never will see it. The reality is that they don't want to see it. The reality is that they don't need to see it, is another one. I don't need my staff to be pumped up and all, you know, rah rah and la di da about my vision at the same level I am, because it's just not gonna happen, right? Like it, 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 it don't ask. That. They, 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 the same they don't, they just, they can't, they don't want the, 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 that thing going on, right? Otherwise, they would, they would run their own business. They would do their own thing. And what we have to find as a leader of a business, and, and as we start to build a team, I'm not going to say compromise, but what we need to find is people who want to come on a journey, right? They want to come on a growth journey. They want to come on a learning journey. And I don't really give a shit, right? Jake's in the room. I don't give a shit if Jake... Thinks my vision is of you know grand world domination in in marketing and whatever else for PTS is good, or he thinks I'm a complete fucking jackass, right? And he probably sits there and thinks, Yeah, here he fucking goes again. Talking about, I was talking about this morning, some fucking big well tour, and we're gonna go to Australia and all this shit, right? And he's probably sat there going, Yeah, whatever. Like, I don't need him to be excited by it because I'm excited by it, right? I'm happy with the vision, I know where it's going, and I know where it's gonna get to. And as I talk to my staff all the time, it's I'm going, and you can come with me. It's completely up to you whatever you want to do, and I'm not really asked if you do or you don't. My job as a business owner is not to drag you, it's to create a path, it's to create a yellow brick road that this place is, that this business is going to go, led by me, and you either get on the path and you come with us. You decide how long you want to stay on the path for and how fast you're going to go, not me. My job is only to communicate what that vision looks like and ultimately how we're going to get there. Then. If I believe or I deem that the troops, the people, the team, the whatever, isn't gonna take it to where I want it to go, i.e. oz on this yellow brick road, I need to do what a leader does. And this is the way I'm I'm gonna throw you. We shouldn't be speaking about how do I get my team on board. It's ultimately, we should be discussing what is the real uh, real role uh, of the leader, which is to accumulate the right people in the team and then ultimately help them be successful. And if they can't be successful, help them move out as fast as possible. But have no remorse, have no regret, have no doubt, have no sinking, horrible stomach churning feelings when we start to even think like that because it's disrespectful as shit to them, the employees. To think that I have to drag you is, mo- is just barbaric to think that I have to try and get you to behave in a certain way and this is a message for everybody. My staff are in the room so I'm saying it in front of them. And I would say it in front of every one of my staff there and I communicated all the time that you will not see me get frustrated if my staff don't want to come on board. What you will see me is start the recruitment process. That's it. But I'll be fair and I'll be honest and and I'll be open and I'll explain it and I'll give you every, every, every opportunity to come with you and that's all I can do. I'm a father of three boys, right? My kids are going to go off and do whatever the fuck they want. People, like, oh, is your, is your kid going to run a business? And he, oh, what the fuck do I know? I don't give a shit. Do what he wants. I'll help him, but I'm not dragging him. I'm not dragging him anywhere. If he wants to go to Harvard, I'll fucking help him. If he doesn't, that's his beef. If he wants to go off and work in McDonald's, I'll help him. That's his thing. Like that's what he wants to do. It's not for me to drag him. I can't drag him. That the minute I start dragging my kids to do stuff, it's game over. My, like that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to help them but not dragging towards what the vision looks like. And if our visions don't line up, the real thing that you'll have and you've hit the nail on the head already, you'll get, you'll get any pushback more often than not from the longer, sorry Jenna, from the longer <laughs> members of staff, by and large for this reason, right? You've done a, th- a th- 180, 360, whatever, on what this now looks like. So when you sat and did the interview with Jenna, figuratively, it's like, this is what I need from you. And this is what I want, and, and yeah, this is what we're gonna do, right? Now it's like, this is what I want now. This is where I want us to go. This is why I want to do it, and blah, blah, blah. Right? You've changed, your energy changed, the vision, the whole thing has changed, but that's not what she bought into. There's almost a point where you should go back into the staff before you announce this vision and go, and this, is, this would be my advice to you, this is what I do, this is where I'm going. You've got seven days to come and knock on my door and tell me if you don't want to come. Yeah. and it's, it's done in the utmost respect and love for them. Yeah. It's, it's nothing that we're hiding, it's nothing that we're we're. we're so you, the answer to your question is I can't tell you what, th- there's no do this and say this and rah-rah them and have a team meeting every Monday morning and all this shit. It all goes back to the beginning, which is the hiring, right? The hiring says, I'm employing you to achieve this, this specific outcome in my business. Here's how I will hold you accountable. Here's what I expect from you. Here's what you can expect from me if you can do these things call this place and request an interview during the interview i will say this is what i expect of you show me proof that you can do this and if i believe you've got proof that you can do it and our values align your values right now don't align and i can tell you for one on what it is growth and learning and change two values that basically these two people or these two values don't connect in your business right now with these people they've stopped learning and they don't want to grow so, when we go back to replace them, if you, if you don't ask these two questions, can you show me proof, ironclad proof, that when you've worked with somebody in a business for the last five years, you have responded positively to change? Can you show me ironclad proof, beyond all reasonable doubt, that over the last five years, you've been addicted to growing and learning? And I don't want to know what Con you've been on or what CEUs because you've had to do that to maintain your registration. That's not addicted to learning. Tell me what books you're reading. What's in your bag right now? Um, I haven't read anything since I left school. You're, not, you're no good to me. Because this will happen again. And that's not right, that's not wrong, and, and none of, you know, don't take that as harsh. If, if I was having that conversation with an employee or a potential employee in, in an interview situation, I'm doing that for you to avoid working for a complete bastard, because I'll turn into one. I'll be your worst nightmare if that if that situation happens in my life I'll be the nice that the you love working for me until those points and the minute that I see that this isn't growing and this isn't learning and the minute and this is the bit that I would say the minute you let yourself down not me because you told me you value all of these things my job therefore is to help you continue with those standards adhere to those values and be the best version of yourself so I'm not going to come in here going come on you fucking let me down Jake, come on, Jake, you promised me you'd be all over Facebook and Google and reading all this shit on cameras, right? You're letting me down, Jake. I'm not going to walk in and say that. I'm going to walk in and go, Jake, you're letting yourself down. You're letting yourself down. Because when I interviewed you, you told me that that's what you value. Harry, my son, I'm not here to get you out of bed on the morning. I'm not here to tell you to stop drinking alcohol and to start doing your homework. I'm just here to remind you that you told me you want to go to Harvard. You will not fucking do it by drinking alcohol and not doing your homework. Totally up to you, whatever you do. But if you don't go to Harvard and you tell me that's what you want, I ain't taking it personally. You've let yourself down, kid. See the difference? I ain't giving away any emotion, any power, nothing. Conserve every ounce of my energy. I will not give it away for for nobody. But part of it is because they understand what we're getting into that I'm recruiting you to work in this organization to achieve an outcome. Not to do shit, not to be here, not, not to shuffle paper or treat patients, none of that. We're here to achieve an outcome. That ultimately this private enterprise, in this case CJ Physical Therapy, Paul Goff Physio Rooms, Paul Goff Media, it has a dream, it has a vision, it has a thing that it wants to achieve. I'm reimbursing you every week for 40 hours of your time at an agreed rate to achieve this. I believe, as the owner of the business, these are the standards, in my case, the one I'm relentless on. If you start at nine o'clock, I need you in the building at 8.45. If you finish at five and that fucking jacket's on at 8.57, you will see me change very quickly. Because that's taken the pace as far as I can see it. That's a standard I will not drop. But in the interview, here's what I'll say. Jake. I have pretty high standards. Do you want to tell me what yours look like? For example, in the case of arriving at work and leaving work, do you want to tell me what you think is right and acceptable? And at which point Jake will go, well, yeah, I'm always on time. In fact, you know, I like to get there a little bit earlier. I'm like, all right, good. What do you mean by early? Well, 10 minutes early, 15 minutes early. Great. And what about leaving? How do you feel at the end of the day? Do you like to be home straight away? Do you think you, you clock off at f- No, I, you know, my, my, my work's still getting done. 10, 15, great, Jake. You and I have very similar values. The minute you fucking don't adhere to them, I'll pull them up. But I'm not gonna say you're violating my, my values, you're violating your own jerk. See the difference? So all of the problems you're going through are absolutely normal. It makes me smile in a sadistic way because it's, it's actually, it's beautiful in a way because you are gonna grow right you are growing not even gonna grow you're growing and, and it's a pivotal day in all of our lives where you are like I want something better I want something different I want something that, that I can actually achieve it it's like I can see it and I want to get it and I'm prepared to go do it what I believe we must do is is never never give away your energy never wait, never give away your power never have expectations over your employees have a better interview process that determines ultimately do our values align in my my second book in the hiring book i said i think the biggest the biggest problem inside most businesses and relationships is that values don't align Uh, me and natalie have an amazing relationship such a i'm blessed blessed with three kids in natalie and the reason that we get on so well didn't understand this all at the time but we get on like a house on fire because our values align not that we don't have fights not that we don't Tell each other to piss off occasionally in various things. But it's very quickly gone because our values ultimately match up. And ultimately if you look at a shitty relationship, no values. The values are wildly different between the man and the woman, the woman, the woman, whatever. There's no thought gone into what those values need to look like in order for them people to be happy. It is the same with employees. I've recruited you because you were a PT across the street and you had a job for five years and you applied for mine. It's no wonder when you come along and go, hey, we've got all this learning to do. We've got all this accountability shit to do. Right, if you're staring at that or or in Carrie's Carrie's case, this is an accountability tool. I need to hold you accountable because I need you to achieve certain things. In order for me to even be able to pay you $80,000 a year, some of this shit has to start happening. Before I bring you into my world, before I employ you, Do you mind giving me three specific situations where you've been held accountable in the last employee, in the last job? Oh, I've never been held accountable. All right, I now have a big risk to take, because I don't know how you're going to react the minute that I pull you into an office and go, results, standards, performance. For all I know, you could kick off right there and then, you could accuse me of all sorts of shit, oh you're picking on me, you're getting at me, you're this, you're the other, you're just finding fault, I'm not. I'm holding you accountable. The thing that you told me in an interview that you are comfortable with, you give me three specific examples, this is accountability. You told me that you love to grow and learn. When I wanna shut this clinic down and I wanna spend Saturday teaching and learning and asking you to read a book or do a monthly book club or whatever, you tell me that you want paying for it, we're gonna fall out. You should be fucking paying me to teach you, is what I would say to my staff. Fuck, like, you, and, I'm, and I would say this to all of the staff in the room, and I'd say this to my staff. You get one person in your life, you tell me, who would, who is right now wanting to teach you stuff? Who would give up their time right now to learn new stuff about life? If you can, if you can get past two fingers on your hand, you're a very lucky person. Because most of the people I know, there's fucking nobody in their life who would even give them half an hour to at least even help them understand some of the shit they're living with. For that, my staff should be fucking paying me. (laughs) Never mind them wanting fucking money off me to sit there on a Saturday morning. If, and here's the big if, here's why I'm well within my rights to say that. That a couple of you might be thinking this fucker. (laughs) He's well within my rights, right? And this is where it goes to because I interviewed you for that value. Following? That if you told me you love to learn and grow, you've either lied to me, or you've lied to yourself. At which point, you've let yourself down. Which is why I can come into my office and go, three hours this week, nobody's getting paid, but we're doing this, 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 and this, and all of them will agree to it. Because every single one of them was recruited for that value. No one full well. I won't go in and say that. What I'll do is this, I'm a complete bastard with it. I walk through the doors and I go, I'm allocating three hours of my time. I'm paying you for an hour and a half. You don't have to stay for the other hour and a half, but if you want to, it's totally up to you and it's on your dime. I'll be here. Nobody leaves. Nobody leaves. I value it enough to test you on it. Learning and growing is an obsession of mine and I need to be around you. And I need to be around people who learn and grow. What you're going through, if you just started signing for classes and courses by any chance, For for courses and programs, classes, over the last year or two? Yeah. Welcome to hell. (laughs) Welcome to hell, right? And what that means is, you are now getting bombarded with information at the speed of light that excites the shit out of you, that you can't even begin to realize what that is doing to you and your view of the rest of the world. That you are seeing things now and cannot believe the conversations you're having and how you've accepted things because you've completely immersed yourself in information. Information which is pulling a gap between you and other people, right? And that's a, that's a legit real thing that goes on. I struggle a lot with conversations with friends and family when I go home. If I live, I've been in Florida for five months, I go back home and I'm like, oh, fuck. Do I have to have this conversation again? Like, because it ain't changed for five years. Like, do you not want to talk about this shit that I've been learning? These like 27 books I've read in the last five months since I last saw you, I, I'd like to talk about these. I'm like, what? You whack job? What, you read books? My sister went to me once. This is my sister. What do you need to read books for? And I just was like, fuck. (laughs) Like, what do you need to read? I was reading a book on confidence a few years ago. This was on a flight. We'll come back from What You've got loads of confidence. What do you need to read a book on confidence for? I'm like, why do you think I've got confidence? It's not rocket science. Like, come on. Like, I might have been reading this stuff for like a few years to, to get a little bit of confidence in myself and whatever else. But... That's what you've got, to, like, you've got to recognize it, that it's not that they're bad, it's not that you're good, it's that you've made a decision to do that. And I think, and I've been through it, and what I would say is um, be very careful not, not to alienate yourself because of it. It's more that you have to recognize it and, and learn to deal with it if you like. I'm very selective of conversations, very selective of people I hang around with. Why do I love doing this? She knows me very, very well. I love doing this because I get to talk to people. I get to talk to business owners. I get to talk to people who want to learn. I get to have a beer with you tonight and we're talking about good things. I don't get a chance to do that that much. It's a total privilege for me to be here tonight. It lights me up. I could do it all night, all day, and every day speak about business. But primarily because I'm around people that want to learn and grow. It's a value of mine. Therefore, I'll get my ass on a flight and I'll come and chase it. And instead of sitting in my house this week, which I could have been on my own, I've made a decision to come and do this and speak to business owners. Natalie and my kids will turn back up in the house on Tuesday. I'll be at the top of my game for them. I'll be high as a kite, full of energy, full of life, full of everything. Because I'm aware that if I'm not doing this type of thing, I'm not the best father and I'm not the best partner. I'm not the best in the house. I'm I'm learning about me constantly and what I need and who I need around me to get the best out of me so that I get the best out of the business and you're ultimately going through the same, the same thing. It might be, I'd be in favor of you giving everybody the chance to come with you, clearly explain. Adult to adult, man to man, woman to woman, this is where we're going, this is what I need. And here's a real good one for you, tactical if you want something. Write up a job description for every single one of your staff as to how it looks today and what you want today, and just do this. That's the job that you've currently got. Would you reapply for it? The role that you currently have, and by the way, I'm in favour of this happening every year. It's just the best review that you ever have. The role has evolved. This is currently what it entails. It might not be what you signed up for three years ago. I just want to know, if you saw this as an ad, you came in for an interview, would you reapply for this? Either way, none of us can lose. And it doesn't mean that somebody has to leave, and it doesn't mean that somebody has to go. It means that we know where we both are, we know where the gaps is. are, which part of it do you not like? Which bit of it can I help you with? Which bit of it do you think I should take out? And can I live with it if I take it out? You're having a communication. It's the same with patience. Like we don't need to go and fight with people. What you need to lose is the expectation of that. I, you should come with me because I'm investing all this money in Greg Todd's toss at the weekend and I've, left, I've been through all of this shit. I've left my kids for five days. I've invested $3,000 in this program and you don't even want to listen to me. Like. I sound like my dad. Like this is what my dad was like. You know, it's like I've done this and you don't appreciate it. And I've been up to work every day, and you little bastards don't want to do. I was like, "Fucking hell!" I'm telling it to my dad. He still lives with expectations issues that have probably ruined his life. Exactly the same thing going on. What we need to speak like is what is for debate here, and how do we find common ground? How do we find common ground between what you want and this big lofty vision? and them understanding what is required of them to help you achieve it so that at the same time and simultaneously, they, I, my employees, can call themselves successful. I genuinely want you to be successful. It either is going to be with me or it's going to be with somebody else. And there's no right or wrong there. It's not good, it's not bad, it's not brutal. It just is. It's back to what I was telling you at the start of this conversation today. I don't want you to like me. I want you to respect me. I respect you enough to let you go, if it's where you need to go. If this is not right for you, you need to go somewhere else. My job is just to communicate what's expected of you, as in to achieve the outcomes, work with you, and if you don't think you can, or most importantly, if you don't think you want to, great. I've had a, a, more than one occasion where I've just gone, all right cool, heat's off, you're out, like, and we, we've agreed that you're out, you just tell me when you found another job. Two, three, four months, whatever it takes, you don't need to leave tomorrow. Just let me know. Don't leave me in the shit. Don't hand your notice in tomorrow. Let's just have an amicable, adult to adult conversation that this has ended. Like, as in, the relationship's over, you're still employed, you're actively looking, just don't leave me in the shit. What's wrong with that? What a beautiful well we would live in. Doors always open. Come on back. Need any help? There's my phone number. I've done it twice in the last six to eight weeks. One of them long overdue. Should have faced up to it a little earlier. Guess who she was? Best employee. Fuck, it's just, we're all going through the same things. Obvious, obvious when we step back. But you have to constantly communicate the vision. Don't ever hold back from that. Don't ever think that you're, you're off your rocker and whatnot. If you know what you want, it's your baby. Like you, you build that baby however you want it. But you must accept that they don't have to come with you. They have a right to stay, and they have a right to go. I'd be in favor of you helping them decide quickly, with respect, with love, with everything that they need to do to find a, you know, an equivalent replacement in, a, in, a, in as fast a time as possible. But what you really need is unbelievable clarity on what the role is, what success looks like in the role, and then you being able to communicate that to the people that replace them. Otherwise, you will end up with the exact same problem, I promise you. It's just a, a, a revolving door for most businesses. It's like, this one wasn't good enough for, oh, you can't get employees in Texas, or you can't get this, there's no good people on Indeed in fucking Miami, or you, you can't get this in San Francisco, you can't get good employees in Portsmouth. You've never said those words, have you? I'm only joking. <laughs> She's like, there's just an abundance of talent. I don't know which one to pick. I'm, like, I'm moving to Portsmouth. But you have to have uh, that, otherwise, you will end up with a door that just keeps opening, and the same person will walk through the door every time. But really, it's not the person, it's that we haven't communicated back to communication what, what I want, which is not for you to be a PT, which is not for you to be an admin, not for you to be Pilates not for you to be front desk, whatever. That's not what I want. There is a strategic outcome applied to this business. There is a, a, a definite path that you have to walk down. There's three key objectives that you must achieve for me. These are the tasks that are required to achieve this objective. These are the values that I need. Call it tight. You imagine trying to work for me and you can't call it tight. Fuck, you'd last a day. Like you'd last a day. Because I'd call it tight from the get-go. That's not good enough. That's not what I need. That's not what we agreed. That's not cool, that's not what this is about. This is, this is not good enough. And it's not me being a bastard, it's me being at the start of a relationship honest with who I am and what I'm about. It's why I've got very successful companies. I'm not a magician, I'm not doing shit that, that is just, I'm a relatively averagely educated guy that just figured a few fucking basic things out that nobody else wants to figure out. One of them which is, set your standards, communicate them, bring the right people in, it's not that difficult to get the best out of people. We are the problem, and this is liberating for, for staff. You and I are the problem. You and I are the fucking weirdos. Like, we cannot communicate with, with um And, I, and I would, I'd even add this. I don't know you, so I'm not gonna say to you, but I know from many business owners, they almost resent staff, and they resent people. And one of the traps that I've seen business owners fall into is that there is an inherent dislike of staff that, that kind of seems to be banded around between business owners. For example, you go to a conference, and it's, oh, my staff this, my staff that, my staff are this, my staff are the other. And, and I, I think I told you about this, didn't I? I went to one in Cleveland, and there was 12 business owners in the room, and they all just sat there, and I thought, you fuckers, no wonder you've all got fucking bad staff, like, bad staff. Because you have an inherent dislike of people. Like, this entire thing that you're trying to do is grow without people. Is it any wonder you keep losing them? Because that will come across in your language, it will come across in your eye contact, your body language, everything about your love of people will be picked up on very, very quickly. So I would, I would hasten you to be very uh, open to, to you know, people and how good they can be and to find the best in them. And I view my people as, I'm gonna give you the best chance possible. You, you're gonna get an unbelievable chance to come in and be the best version of yourself and you'll have to royally fuck it up. Like, I I believe in you wholeheartedly, I'll give you the best opportunity and the best chance. I'll play my part, I'll I'll agree. You know, I'll do what I say I'm gonna do, but I need you to say what you're gonna do. And if you don't, I'll remind you, because that's my job. But I'm still your biggest fan, figuratively, and I am. Even if I say something you might not agree with, which is back to my values of call it tight, say what needs to be said, standards. All of these things are just education, learning, growing. They're all what's important to me. That if I don't get around people with those values, it will bring out the West in me. I very rarely get the West brought out in me because I surround myself with people of similar values. And if I think I'm ever going anywhere where I have to communicate with people of of different values, I just don't go. (laughs) It's a basic rule in my life. And I don't give a fuck if they don't. I, I just can't go. If there's anywhere, any place that I need to potentially be in, where I might have a disagreement with somebody over values or I'm just, yeah. Natalie, I'm not coming. I'm stopping and I'm watching the news. I, I, I'm not coming to your auntie's 40th fucking wedding anniversary. I'd rather stop in on my own. That's just the way I am. That's just the way I am. But I don't violate it. And again, Natalie understands my values. I understand hers. Mine are not right, they're not wrong. What is right is that I communicate them. Otherwise, I'm actually being disrespectful to the people in my, in my world, which creates distrust. You've essentially, if you really want to go deep, you've essentially created a level of distrust. Here's why. We got in a relationship together, and we spoke about these things. It's like getting into a relationship and saying, um, I don't want kids, right? And the other guy going, I don't want kids either. And then three years in you going, well, I've changed my mind. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's a huge like, oh shit, you and I agreed this. Like, is it any wonder now I'm a little taken aback? And it's like a level of distrust that's been created in that relationship. It's not that it's broke, but there is now a level of distrust. It's like, well, what else did you say three years ago that you're gonna backtrack on? And that's the shit that starts to go through their head. Same with employees. Three, five years ago, you told me this was your standard. You accepted this. You tolerated this. Now you're saying you're not, you've changed. That's kind of what they're thinking. So you've got to see it from their point of view to be the best leader. You've come in and done a 360 on all of the things that that, to a lesser extent we do as as a boss in the first 90 days. If you get a chance, If 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 you get a moment, yeah, no, no problem. Don't don't put yourself out. Just, when you get round to it, sound familiar right now? Ninety days in. Have you done it yet? What do you mean you haven't done it? I need you to stay back. Day two. Do you mind staying back tonight? Are you okay? You all right? Not going to put you out? Okay, good. Ninety days. We're stopping back tonight just to let you know. You following? Level of distrust. How I started was to be liked. I changed, I pivoted. Three, four, five, six months in, I'm not speaking to you in the same way that I was when you walked through the door. That is the killer of most businesses, most staff, most relationships. Same relationship. <laughs> where, where do you want to eat tonight, Natalie? What would you like to eat, pizza or t- I'm easy. Whatever you want to eat is whatever we'll eat. Do you wanna go in? Do you wanna go out? Oh, whatever. Do you wanna watch a movie? Do you wanna to go to the cinema? Fucking 13 years later. What are we having? <laughs> what do you mean you want, pizza? Well, I, I want Indian. All right, well, I'm not, if we can't have Indian, I'm not going out. You go out with your mates. I'll watch the TV. Is the conversation these days. And she does. <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> she falls for it every time. Every time always get a night in when I want <laughs> but you get my point right the point is all of what has happened is normal and it's actually don't take this the wrong way I'd say this myself it's your fault because you've changed in a good way in a good good way and that's uh, the way to take it job description so if you wanted a tactical I've tried to help you with a bigger picture you're dead right your vision's right everything you're doing is right don't relent on it one bit you've seen us you need to create the yellow brick road and now you need to communicate what that yellow brick road looks like give them a chance to get on and get off if they don't here's the job description here's my values here's what i'm looking for would you apply for that job right now if the answer is no great can we agree an amicable exit most importantly the person that replaces them here's what i'm looking for show me signs show me proof that you've gone through growth and learning multiple times, show me signs and proof that you have been open to change, you are able to be held accountable and that you've supported a business owner in a vision. Show me, tell me. Two or three different examples. If you can't, you will run into problems again. And you'll, you'll be smacking the you know, in the, you'll be sat there in the air going, oh, you know, I've got this vision, but I just can't get staff to buy in. And the answer is, I'm not communicating it well enough to help them understand what's required. So there's your answer. That's what I would do to help. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.